You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, the local, the state, the national, sometimes the international. We cover down on all the issues and like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Uh, good job grabbing the switch there, Boomer. <laughs> was, ah, you're welcome. I was yelling on the microphone to no avail, and then we realized my board was turned off, and Boomer turns around and hits that switch like this, like a... We were watching stuff before the show. You I were mean... quick on the draw, dude. <laughs> quick on the draw. Doc, Doc Holliday's got nothing on you. Um, hey, we got a great show laid on. How are you doing today, buddy? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> just, I'm great. I'm just talking are about you, Are you good? I'm good. Yeah, sure. awesome. We're All both right. good. Um, hey, uh, we got a great show laid on <laughs> for you, too. It's 3 o'clock today. 3.30, actually. 3.30, Boomer? 3.30. 3.30. Boomer and McQueen coming on the show today. So, yeah, we did that for the first time last week. You remember, those of y'all that have been with us for a while, uh, we used to do um, Copper and the Birdman. Then it was Boomer and the Birdman. And then Copper and Birdman are both, you know, doing other things in life right now. And now we got Boomer and McQueen, which is uh, our first run was last week. And that was just that was just, just fun. fun. And uh, so, yeah, that's today at 330. Uh, I love hearing the perspective of what the generation behind me has to say about the same things that I see and deal with. And so, yeah, Boomer and McQueen today at 330. It's going to be a regular segment. And then four o'clock today. Uh, my longtime friend and now the Senate Majority Leader for the Alabama State Senate, Clay Schofield, is going to be here. Uh, Senator Schofield uh, is uh, one of the leadership members of the Alabama legislature. And just like we try to always do, we get you the people here who can give you thoughts, answers, perspectives, help you understand where they're headed, and also give you a chance to hear from them so then you can respond yourself. So anyway, 4 o'clock today, Alabama Senate Majority Leader Clay Schofield. You're going to want to hear that conversation. And then I got a triple dipper, bar none, so hit it. The triple dipper, three stories you've got to know. That's right, the triple dipper, three stories, three themes, if you will, that you've got to know as we run today's show. Number one, DEI bias. DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion bias. Well, I, thought, I thought diversity, equity, inclusion was to do away with bias. No, it's created bias. DEI is a scam. DEI bias. We're going to talk about it in academia, in the uh, in the work world, in the military. DEI bias, maybe even in politics. Yeah, we'll cover down on that. Number one on the triple dipper, and number two, policy matters. Didn't get to it yesterday. We'll see if I get to it today. But number number two on the triple dipper is policy matters. That's a play on words. We're going to talk about policy matters, and we're going to talk about the fact that policy matters. And so, when you set a policy as an executive branch of government, you might not be the legislature. But it impacts things, and it creates, you know, things happening in regulating uh, regulatory bodies that that swirl around the rest of us. So yeah, policy does matter, and we're going to talk about it. Number two on the triple dipper, and then number three, along with the interview with uh, State Senator Clay Schofield, we're going to be talking about what I'm referring to as 2023's hashtag AL politics. In other words, what is happening in our Alabama politics? What do we foresee? Is the legislature going to bring us anything on school choice, on tax relief? What else may be in the pipeline? Where are we on things like rural broadband? And that's important, too. So, yeah, we're going to cover all these issues, 2023's 
Hashtag AL politics number three on the Triple Dipper. All right, listen, as if that's not enough, I got my monologue too. So those of y'all that listen to the show regularly, you know every day I start off with my own comments. And, and I got I to gotta tell you, as I looked at today's world around me, the things that are happening, the, the, the swirling of culture and, the, and the, the fighting in politics and, you know, what happened in the 2022 midterms and where are we headed in the 2024 elections. And listen, sometimes it's not just about who or what you fight. Sometimes it's also about why and when and where and with what and even how. So here's the deal. Framing the culture war, the political war, the conservatives striving to get conservative values in place in all aspects of society, framing that as a battlefield, I got to say, you choose your battlefield. You make sure that the terrain on which you fight is best suited for your troops and not the enemies. You choose the most opportune time. You launch a successful offensive or properly time the logistics of your fight, making sure that you employ the right tactics, the right weapons. And it's, it's the five W's, y'all, the five W's. Who, what, when, where, why, and then add a how. A successful tactical or even strategic level fight must have a good basis based in planning on the five W's. Sometimes, too, there's a catalyst, a moment, a thing that happened, a momentum swing, something you got to grab hold of because that thing creates the need to move forward, even when that catalyst might even be a loss. Because nothing galvanizes a warrior like a determined effort to recoup lost ground. Now, let me step aside and say I've had an opportunity in recent years to spend some time with someone who I consider to be one of my personal heroes, uh, retired Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin. You may have heard my interview with him on the show a few months ago. General Boykin had an amazing military career. He was one of the founding members of what we now call Delta Force, his participation in epic special operations missions is unbelievable. The attempt to rescue the, the Iran hostages, the invasion of Grenada where he earned his first Purple Heart, the invasion of Panama, the Battle of Mogadishu, known as Black Hawk Down, the hunt for the drug lord Pablo Escobar. At one point, he commanded all U.S. Army Special Forces, which we call the Green Berets. He's also a man of great faith and character who shares his relationship with Jesus often to other people. And in retirement, he now works for the conservative Christian organization, the Family Research Council. I encourage you to read his book, by the way. It's called Never Surrender. It's linked to the Right Side Radio website, so you can track it down if you want to. Of the amazing missions that General Boykin was on, there are two that became absolute catalysts for change. And they go back to my first point about having catalysts that create the next fight. The first one was the attempted rescue of the Iran hostages in 1979, and the other was the invasion of Grenada in the early 80s. Both of those missions were dynamic, they were audacious, and they were flawed from the very beginning. The 1979 mission to rescue our U.S. citizens who were being held in the embassy by Islamic extremists for over a year in Iran was named Operation Eagle Claw. Now, I won't go into all the details, but suffice to say that mission failed when logistical and operational issues on the ground led to a collision and a fire that killed eight members of the rescue force. It was part of the downfall of Jimmy Carter's presidency. The invasion of the small island nation of Grenada, it was ultimately successful, but it suffered some of the same issues as Eagle Claw. Basically, in all the after-action reviews of both missions, it was determined that there was inter-service communications that were just horrible. The Army, the Air Force, the Navy, the Marines, they didn't talk well together. They didn't have compatible systems. They didn't have compatible support nodes and they were each protective of their own turf, and they wanted their own piece of the pie. So as a result, a direct result of these two major operations that General Boykin participated in, the U.S. Special Operations Command was formed in 1987. 
literally because of those issues. A completely separate joint command, which now has authority over Navy SEALs, Air Force Special Operations, Army Rangers, Green Berets, and Marine Raiders. No more infighting. No more lack of communication. No more fussing over taking orders from someone from a different branch. It was a unified command structure to fight battles. So why am I telling you all this? Because we have to consider such things for other fights as well. We conservatives cannot forget the broader mission. We have to fight on all fronts. And when we face losses, when we face things that we have had considered setbacks, we have to do an after-action review. We have to look at what the lessons learned should be. And we have to put in place those things which help us fight the next battle. Just like they did in the, in the aftermath of Grenada and Eagle Claw setting up Special Operations Command, we as conservatives have to be mindful of the way forward because of the lessons learned. We must assess the fight in view of the five W's and make sure that we employ the best people, the best messaging, the best tactics, the best timing, and the best locations. Here's a classic example. Last year's Dobbs decision by the Supreme Court of the United States. After decades of striving and losing and working, the right people were elected to confirm the right people to the court to make the right decision at the right time, and Roe v. Wade came crashing down. It's a classic example that one of our chosen battlefields has to be the court system. We must fight in the courts to protect our rights, a legal battle. We must also fight in our state legislature to make sure that laws here at our home front, right here in the state, are designed to protect us and to give our attorney general ammunition against liberal federal overreach, things like school choice, taxation, and defending against that overreach, a state legislative battle. We must fight in our local school board elections here at the home front to make sure that our kids are getting the best education possible and are not victims of social justice warriors who just want to co-opt our children. It's a daily battle, a daily battle for the hearts and minds and future well-being of our most precious assets, our children. It's a school board battle. We have to fight to send the right person to the governor's office who has the strength, the stamina, the moral compass, and the conservative values to put Alabama on the right track no matter what the pressures. It's an executive battle. We must fight to send the best possible candidates up to Washington, D.C., who not only look good and sound good, but who will actually carry the values that this state is known for among its people. It's a federal battle. All of these battles, and more like them, we have to fight them all, and at times we have to fight them all at the same time. And it requires clarity of purpose and unity of command. It requires assessing things firmly using the five W's, the who, what, why, when, where, and how. We will not get there if we only care about one aspect of the plan. We must be cognizant this is asymmetric warfare and that we're on a battlefield that has no front lines. We have to be prepared to do all of it. There's a song that I love by Christian artist Michael W. Smith. It's only a few years old, even though he's been recording for like 40 years. It's called Surrounded. This is how I fight my battles. And when you hear the song, you realize that's the way he likes it. The verse says, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. And this is how we fight our battles. You see, liberals think they got us surrounded, and too often we act like it. Liberals think they've gotten the upper hand because Republicans too often just eat our own and turn on each other. The 2020 and 2022 elections, the street riots, the pandemic, the Biden economy, all those combined are what to conservatives what like General Boykin's missions were to the military. They somehow made us feel disjointed. It was a setback. We suffered some losses. But I'm telling you, I'm sensing more resolve in the aftermath of those things than ever. Just like we learned lessons and bounced back stronger after those military missions, conservatives have to do the same thing with our fight to win our social, political, and cultural battles. And we got to stay in this thing. Using every tool, every trick, every technique and tactic unified under one banner, planning for the who, what, why, when, where, and how. 
And it may look like we're surrounded. But that's how we fight our battles. That's how we win. And that's a wrap for the Right Side Way. Well, there you have it. Apparently, I'm in a mood. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, liberals think they got us surrounded. What a great place to be. Who was the battlefield commander when he was told that we're completely surrounded? He said, good, then they cannot escape us. Love it. Got a plan. Got a plan accordingly. Got to look back, learn the after-action report. Lessons learned. Put them into effect. Move forward. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. back phil williams right side radio solid conservative just plain right hey uh we are already moving into the show text lines are open some folks are already jumping on board 833-687-4448 that's 833-68-RIGHT if you want to text in we'll take them uh call in if you want to too that's the same number 833-687-4448 which i've been told i say too fast 833-687 now Four four, y'all understand four eight. There you go. All right. Um, <laughs> John from Huntsville uh, just texted in already. Nice monologue, Phil. Sounds like you had your coffee. I'm still drinking it, John, but I got the first half of it down. Um, but uh, hey, listen, I'm, I'm I'm pretty stoked about some of the stuff we got on the show today. Not the least of which is Boomer McQueen. Oh, it's gonna be good today. <laughs> I, I I was I slept good last night, so I'm prepared. Yeah, yeah. And my mind is gonna be quick witted on these questions. Are you red bulled up? I'm not a Red Bull fan. Oh, see, yeah. I'm a little concerned about the fact you don't drink coffee. I don't understand. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, I just let I you know I let my wife love. do that, so she can drink the coffee. So she drinks coffee. Uh, McQueen does. Y- yes and no. I mean, I, I think she likes the. Come on. What's the? What is Charlene like? She likes the, the treat coffee. The treat coffees. Uh, well, I just <laughs> see. Okay, I look at this and think that younger generation. What is what is wrong with that younger? It's coffee, man. It's the elixir of life. It's the nectar of the gods. It's the fuel. <laughs> it's the fuel for the future. I, I love the smell of it. By the I mean, way, fuel for the future. I just kicked that in. That was that was a brand new one. Fill for the future. Fuel, fuel, oh, f- <laughs> fuel for the future. Yeah, well, it might make fill for the future too. I don't know. Hey, uh, but you guys are still working your podcast. I mean, you guys oh, yeah. have got the podcast coming together. Things are looking good. It's coming together. Lots of social media stuff will go roll out this weekend, and it comes out uh, next Wednesday. I want to see. I w- where's that uh, that that caricature of y'all that's going to be like a. A cover art kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah, it's it, we got it, and we'll, we'll probably make a post a, post it all this weekend, and we may even post it on the right uh, right side Instagram so that people start knowing about it as well. And then the other so. thing is that video y'all did at first, where you were, you were <laughs> trying to figure out the microphones and what to do and how do I say this and yes, that, that okay, let's is. let's clarify. It wasn't y'all figuring it out; it was <laughs> McQueen figuring it all out. Okay. I was just sitting there like. All right. all. <laughs> let me let me do some explaining. Let me do some explaining to you. You some did not explaining. come on here and throw your wife under the bus. That is never <laughs> a good idea. 
<laughs> I'm was, just hoping she's not listening right now at this particular moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, but hey, folks, uh, we do. The, the, the next piece of expansion in the repertoire of uh, Right Side Media, which is the parent company here, uh, right Side Media is the, uh, the podcast. Boomer McQueen got their podcast called The Right Life. That's right. right. The, right the Right Life. Yeah, The Right Life. And, uh, and I love it. I, I mean, I've, I've heard samples of it already. I'm pretty stoked. They, they, so here, here I am. I'm an old dude, right? So I'm the gray hair. I, I am, I'm the gray beard in the room without the beard. I'm the gray beard. Uh, but I've got these two folks that, that are just literally a part of the fabric of this, this whole show, this company. And, uh, you know, can't imagine them not being here. And, and they are a, a young, solid, you know, up-and-coming family, raising their kids, raising them right, raising them uh, to, to love the Lord, raising them to, with conservative values. And I like hearing their perspective on life, some of which winds up getting to be pretty funny. That's, that was good what you said. They're just raising them right. Ah, Did that, didn't I? I like that. Just I like that. on the right side. Man, on the right side. I like it. <laughs> Raising them right. All right, so February February <laughs> 1, which is next week, uh, you'll have uh, available podcasts uh, from uh, Boomer and McQueen. Hey, by the way, I got to say this also, too. People talk about, uh, so you're a separate business? Yes, we are. So, yeah, we got great channels. I mean, we're we're, we're literally affiliated with uh, Cumulus Broadcasting, Crawford Media Group. Uh, we're on uh, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, both out of Huntsville, uh, 101 FM, uh, WXJC and uh, 850 AM WYDE out of Birmingham. Uh, the signals on those towers give us so much range. It's incredible. And uh, But we're not owned by those stations. We are a syndicated show. We are a separate business. If you want to advertise on Right Side Radio, well, then we can help you. But advertising on Right Side is as easy as contacting us because we sell our own advertising. So, um, so yeah, if you want to contact us, you can do so through the website. There's a contact point on there where you can send us an email. We get it. We'll plug you right in. We'll have our sales staff call you. But RightSide exists as a separate entity all on its own, and we got to do what it takes to run a business. So if you want to buy ads, we're there for you. Uh, and, and, you know, when, you, when you're one of the number one ranked uh, afternoon talk shows in the entire northern half of the state, it might be good for a business. I'm saying. Just saying. Just saying. But that's... That's what we got going on. All right. <laughs> Listen, we're going to come right back. I'm jumping into the uh, triple dipper. Number one, DEI bias. Well, I thought DEI was supposed to cure bias. No, not really. DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. It just creates bias. I'll tell you about it when we get back. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. We'll be right back.